You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. Got a couple things to get to on this edition of the pod as we round out the week, trying to send you guys off with a pod to recap the big news of the week, which was SMU picking up its 11th commitment of the 2021 recruiting class. Cypress Bridgeland defensive back Bryce McMorris committed on Wednesday, giving SMU another defensive back and another defensive back with versatility in this class. I think we talked about it on the last edition of the pod with Isaiah and Wokabia and kind of what he could bring to the table as somebody that could maybe walk down into the box at some point in his career and play a little linebacker. Same with Jadarius Thursby, the Duncanville safety that committed earlier this month. And now SMU gets Bryce McMorris on board and he adds that versatility that they're looking for. A lot of his plays, he lines up at safety for Bridgeland and SMU sees him at cornerback for the most part. And from from talking with Bryce on, on Wednesday afternoon after his decision, he told me, he said, I can play generally anywhere in the secondary, and that's how SMU feels. And that's a big part about what caught my eye with SMU. And he's not going to wow you with his 100 time. He's not going to wow you with some of his production from the safety position. But what SMU likes about him the most is his toughness, his 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 character, his smarts. And this is somebody that is six foot one seventy five. He's a little lean right now, but he told me, I mean, he's you know, one bulking up, two, he just really plays hard. And that's another thing that stands out. And I think as SMU recruits the corner position, they've prioritized toughness at that spot more than anything because it is a position where you can run a great 100-meter time and be a lead, and there are some freaks that will go on to the NFL and play for a long time because they're, uh, an 11, they're, they're a 10-5 100-meter and they're uh, elite in terms of ball skills and things like that. But there's also guys like Bryce McMorris who come in and can make plays and, and have that toughness uh, to add to their uh, game that really SMU needs at the corner position because he's a big guy that that'll fill out with Kaz Kazadi's help. But again, here's the thing that SMU's really lacked at the corner position through the years. They've had some guys that can run and 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 certainly look the part, but they've lacked that toughness. And they finally found that in Brandon Stevens this year at corner. And he was a look. He was somebody who could run really well in high school. Was an elite. Running back prospect, went to UCLA, it didn't pan out, and they flipped him the corner. He took the chance, and his toughness was the biggest thing that stood out to him, and I think it's a big reason why he won a starting job right out of training camp. And so, again, you're seeing them look for this size at six foot, 175, and his toughness. And just from talking with him, I mean, he had multiple Ivy League school-level offers to play football and uh, so he's got the smarts he had straight A's this semester and I, I think he's an underrated pickup for SMU I think with a with a more productive senior season he could move up a little bit in the rankings but I think some schools were starting to notice this spring because he picked up 
you know, offers like Washington State uh, in, in late April and they were going to try to, you know, get him and, and his teammate Dylan Goffney on board. But now SMU has Bryce McMorris, who's kind of long been the favorite uh, for Bryce to, to land at. And so now as he heads into his senior year, I think the one thing I want to see out of him is a little bit more productivity uh, in terms of pass breakups, in terms of inter- interceptions. I'm not sure if he's going to end up playing more corner rather than safety this year for Bridgeland like he has in the past. But Nevertheless, I like his toughness. I think he's an underrated pickup and somebody that, because of his size, could come in, I think, relatively early on and compete for time rather than maybe having to take some time to really bulk up because he's he's got a full year to go before he's even uh, obviously going to be stepping on SMU's campus. So that puts SMU... Uh, with 11 commitments, number 29th overall in the country on the 24-7 sports composite team recruiting rankings. He uh, keeps them at number two in the AAC, just behind Cincinnati. And Bryce on the 24-7 sports composite ranks as the number 106 overall safety in the country. So uh, I would call him a sleeper at this point uh, in terms of his ranking and, and kind of where he's at in, in that respect. But I do think if he puts together some nice tape as a senior, he could move up. So Bryce McMorris commitment number 11 for SMU and the third, technically the third safety in the class on the rankings, but he'll play a little corner for SMU most likely. So that gives SMU, uh, you know, it's top 30 class right now. And so what's next? And I wrote about this on Pony Stampede and, as you maybe head over there to check out this piece, a quick reminder that we are running a 75% off annual subscription deal. It don't it only comes around like once a year. It's a huge, huge discount. For 25 bucks, you can get the whole year of Pony Stampede taken uh, taken care of. So that is uh, obviously a huge, huge, huge deal. I encourage you to check it out. I've listed some of the stories that you can peruse as well once you get access on the VIP side of things in our uh, story on the front page, you know, promoting the the uh, the deal that runs through Friday night. So uh, hurry, take advantage of it while you can. Uh, but again, uh, 75% off annual subscriptions to Pony Stampede. Where I was going with all of that, what's next for SMU in the 2021 class? Patience. I think that's the thing that's going to stand out over the next, really, let's call it six months. We're almost to... Uh, to the month of June here, and that's six months away-ish from the early signing period. And I think SMU is going to take the patient approach here. They've got a couple big targets out there that we've talked about on the defensive line. Braylon Jackson, the Mansfield-Lake Ridge defensive end, and then Stone Ebby, the Flower Mound defensive end. Those two have long been kind of rumored maybe SMU leans, and and there's certainly uh, some, some merit to that. But other than that, I think you're going to see these guys on staff take a little bit of a patient approach. They've got big-time targets like Savion Bird, Kamar Wheaton, Keetron Jackson, um, some others out there. Albert Regis, the recent Minnesota decommit. So there are some big-time players out there that they are in on, and they don't want to fill up. For SMU... They need to start addressing the offensive line and the defensive line. That's what I would say is next in this class. Overall, it's really well balanced, though, outside of those two positions not having any commitments yet. But they're chipping away. They've got some options. 
And now with the dead period extended until July 31st, which puts puts it all the way through to training camp. And I, I am in the boat where I think the dead period is going to be extended all the way through training camp because colleges do not want an outsider to come in, potentially bring the virus on campus and expose the team to it. That would be horrible right before the season. So I think they're going to play it safe and extend it all the way through to the start of the season, which August would be dead anyway. So dead periods already extended to July 31st. I think that could mean there are some players that might say, okay, I've been considering SMU. Maybe it's just time to go ahead and commit since I know now that I won't be able to take visits, but we'll see how that goes. But in that article, what's next in 2021 for SMU, I break down what is next, the targets to watch, some buzz around them, and just overall some other thoughts on uh, recruiting in 2021 for SMU. Now, two quick notes to get out of the way. Uh, Denton Geyer, cornerback Deuce Harmon, committed to Texas A&M Thursday afternoon. He's a top 247 prospect. He's one of the best corners in Texas. He's the fastest uh, corner probably in Texas, I would say. Uh, He had had SMU in his top group, but they had kind of faded. And so the Aggies were kind of the long-term long-time favorite there, and they get Deuce Harmon. And then Caleb Ellis, the Frisco Independence safety, who SMU was on way early, much earlier than anyone else. He committed to Stanford on Thursday. Again, I think SMU, they've already got two safeties on board. Ellis had been to SMU multiple times. I think if he was going to pick SMU, he would have done it a while ago, but they come up just short in that recruitment. They did a pretty good job, but He's a very high academic kid, and he's going to head out to California for his college career now. So Caleb Ellis off the board to Stanford. That's kind of it on the recruiting front. On the other side of this break from the Pony Stampede podcast, we're going to come back around, and we're going to discuss our second position group that I want to share some thoughts on and uh, break down for you guys as we continue our position group uh, preview for the 2020 season for SMU. Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Pony Stampede Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. Quick reminder, guys, to leave us a rating, leave us a review, and subscribe to the podcast. Appreciate you guys that did that. And also, to kind of build off of the 75% off annual subscriptions deal that we're offering, I want to say thank you for everybody who's on our board that chimed in on our all-day VIP chat that was on Wednesday as we awaited Bryce McMorris's decision. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I know we got a ton of positive feedback. I think we had about six pages, yeah, six, uh, seven pages 
of uh, of of chat going, uh, and it started kind of late in the morning too. So uh, a ton of participation. Really enjoyed it. And um, look, I mean, it was it was so much fun uh, to to continue to kind of build that relationship with you guys on the board. So up next in the position preview for SMU, I'm going with uh, the tight end group, and we're going to kind of go back and forth. I think a little bit here in terms of. Uh, let's say highly contested position groups like a running back or like the Fox position, which we did on the last podcast and also kind of throw in some of the positions that are a little bit more settled. And one of those that's settled is tight end. And it starts with Kylan Granson who had a huge 2020 or excuse me, 2019 season for SMU, his first year being eligible to play. And he was just terrific. One of the best tight ends in the country and, and super productive for Shane Bouchel, especially once Reggie Robertson went down with his injury. He caught 43 passes for 721 yards and nine touchdowns. That is number one all-time by an SMU tight end, 10th overall in a single season for, for a, a wide out or tight end. So nine touchdowns on the season. And really, I mean, I think that was right around the tops in college football as well in terms of uh, touchdowns as well for a tight end. So after years of the tight end position not really producing for SMU, they get Kylan Granson to burst onto the scene after transferring from Rice in 2017, where he was a wide receiver. And he sat out the 2018 season, packed on some weight, and was just terrific all season long, but really came on strong after Reggie Robertson went down with that injury. Now, SMU does lose Ryan Becker, one of the veterans of that bunch. And right behind uh, him last year was Ben Redding, who enters his uh, junior year already uh, at SMU. And it just seems like yesterday he stepped on campus uh, in that first signing class for Sonny Dykes, played in 12 games, started one, caught four balls for 49 yards and a touchdown. And then in 2019, he played in all 13 games again, but obviously took a little bit of a backseat with Becker, Kylan Granson out there for the majority of the time. He was a little, I would say, just undersized at that point still. And uh, so packing on weight has been a big thing for him. They had guys like Tommy McIntyre come on campus and, and were able to play a little bit of a role. But Ben Redding enters his junior year at 6'4", 237. Uh, that's what he was on the spring roster. And he's somebody that they are going to use out there at times. And uh, he saw some looks in, in uh, you know, formationally for SMU and, and getting him on the field at times with either Kylan or Ben Redding. And so uh, for Ben, he's just been a consistent guy for them that has come to work these last two years and played a lot of football because of it. And I think he's going to get rewarded in the 2020 season with a little bit more time in some of these formations. But somebody that could have a say in that as well is Kedrick James, the former Alabama tight end who transferred after playing in 10 games for the Crimson Tide as a freshman and sophomore at Alabama. In 2019, he sat out due to NCAA transfer rules, and now he enters his junior year at SMU. He'll have to sit out the first four games. That's from a suspension way back from the NCAA during his time at Alabama. But he was one of the the best tight ends in the country, a four-star prospect on uh, ESPN and and some other uh, outlets out there. Um, But look, he was an elite prospect out of Waco, La Vega, came home to the Dallas area to, you know, get back closer to home, you know, maybe get a fresh start, 
And that's what SMU is going to hope for uh, in 2020 is that Kedrick James comes out there looking pretty fresh at 6'5", 263. He had a season-ending knee surgery as well that cut his 2019 season short just in general. So that's something we'll be looking for to see kind of how he bounces back from that. Maybe how he, uh, you know, takes time to adjust, I think, to game speed once he's back in the mix after that four-game suspension. So he'll be back for that Memphis game. Look, there's a lot of people at SMU that see him as an instant impact type of player, and he's honestly one of the best pure athletes on this team, regardless of position. Uh, he is that uh, really highly thought of in terms of his production and 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 uh, athletic potential uh, for SMU. So Kedrick James is that really third tight end to know for SMU as they look to for somebody to step up in Becker's place, who signed a free agent deal with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, but now uh, Judah Bell is somebody that they they have kind of pushed and look like they're going to be moving to tight end as well. So watch for Judah Bell, who really didn't do anything wrong at receiver. I mean, I'm just being honest. He just struggled to see the field with some of the talent that they've had at receiver in the past few years. So he makes a move to tight end with his big body. He's got a chance to maybe add some versatility to their formations and and bring something different. But at the very least, Judah Bell uh, has been a terrific uh, teammate, uh, somebody who has done everything they've asked of him. And it's a shame that he got hurt last year and missed pretty much the entire season um, due to injury. He, he only played in four games as a, a redshirt sophomore before that injury cut things short, caught four balls for 27 yards, had four tackles on special teams. So with his size too, that'll help SMU's special teams in a big, big way. They really miss guys like him and Eric Sutton and some of these other players that were banged up on special teams that were starters for them on special teams. As a, as a redshirt freshman in 2018, uh, Judah played in 11 games, made seven starts, caught eight balls for 95 yards and a touchdown, also played on some special teams. So another veteran to that tight end room. It wouldn't shock me if SMU monitored the transfer portal late in the summer, tried to address that room for the future. I don't think they'd go grad transfer with Kylan Granson returning to that group for this coming year. So SMU's tight end group, honestly, it's been been a huge um huge addition to the passing game that they were able to get Kylan Granson to break out last year because for years SMU was underutilizing some of these tight end guys that you know Ryan Becker's playing the NFL Jeremiah Gaines even was underutilized so now they have really found a way to get them involved it paid off for Kylan with a huge second half of the year for him that really will boost his draft stock as well I think he's a 2021 NFL draft sleeper but overall tight end is a key, key position in this offense. It's going to allow them to do a lot of things. And I know Sonny Dykes has talked about adding some more air raid passing concepts to the to the team. That's not going to change the fact that Colin Granson is going to see the lion's share of the time on the field with the receivers as well. So tight end is in a great spot for 2020. It's one of the strongest positions on the team for SMU. And I think they're uh, to do big things, especially if Kedrick James is healthy and ready to go after that four-game suspension. So with that, guys, we're going to let you guys head into the weekend. Hope you guys have a great one. I will be kind of around this weekend. Uh, of course, faming, breaking happens. I will uh, jump on the board, of course, and, and have you guys covered. But 
a big celebration in the Embody family, my namesake, 100-year-old Bill Embody uh, is set to uh, become a thing uh, this weekend on Sunday. We're going to have a little celebration for him, have some social distancing on, uh, and celebrate Bill uh, turning 100. So hope everyone has as good of a weekend as Bill's going to, and uh, we all are. But uh, thanks for listening to this edition of the pod, guys, and have a great and safe weekend.